and welcome to WPP Stella Podcasts. WPP is a creative transformation company and Stella is our network of senior women leaders. I'm Frances Illingworth, Global Recruitment Director at WPP and founder of Stella. I'm thrilled to be launching our third series of Stella Conversations, opportunities to delve into the lives and careers of our senior WPP women in the form of a conversation between them and a high potential woman from one of our operating companies. In this first episode of Series 3, we feature Manjiri Tamhani, worldwide CEO of Gain Theory. Gain Theory is a marketing effectiveness company which helps clients build brands using data, analytics and technology. She's in conversation with Jay Candola, head of worldwide clients at Mediacom, one of our most successful media planning and buying companies. We'll find out why maths girls rule and why shy bears get no honey. My name is Jay Candola and I am Commercial Strategy Director at Mediacom and today I have the honour of interviewing the very wonderful Manjiri Tamhani. Hello Jay, thank you very much. It's an honour to be here. Before we get into the more business end of the podcast, I have put together some fun, fast fire questions for you and we really want to get into your inner psyche, Manjiri. So um, can we have quick answers please? Absolutely, I'll try as quick as I can. Um, Okay, so to kick off, your biggest pet peeve? Being late. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. Describe yourself as a teenager in three words. Boisterous, happy, hardworking. What song are you listening to right now? tend to listen to a lot of Calvin Harris. Who would play you in a movie? Who would you like to play you in a movie? The very beautiful Ashwari Rai. Oh, wow. Um, If you had a spirit animal, what would it be? A tiger. Name a book you have read that has positively shaped you. Malcolm Gladwell's Blink. What is your guilty pleasure? Apart from ice cream? No. um, (laughs) Guilty pleasure would be having a lion. Brilliant. And favourite TV show? How to Get Away with Murder. Lovely. (laughs) What does that say about me? (laughs) I'm slightly conscious we're in a very small room together right now. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you. So um, just in terms of introducing yourself, actually, is it possible for you to tell us um, a little bit about your company, your role within WP, and also just how you've got there? Sure. Um, So I joined WPP 12 years ago, and my background is actually as a mathematician. So I studied mathematics. I then went on to do a master's in operations research, which is effectively the practical application of mathematics in a business environment. And typically, the route after that would be to go into one of the big consultancies Mm. or to join an investment bank. But I felt that that was not going to be exciting enough. And I really wanted to move um, move into quite a fast-paced industry. And retail for me was really going to kind of give me that environment. So I spent about uh, just over 10 years of my career working in retail, having access to some very rich data, pulling out some really exciting insights and being able to drive decisions in this uh, very fast-paced 
gut feel environment, but then actually using data to inform some of those decisions. So um, that was a, a great part of my career. And then, so 12 years ago, I joined WPP. And what attracted me to WPP was this opportunity to work for a truly global organisation. So I was moving from a UK-based company into this global organisation, moving from retail to working with all sorts of different industry sectors. You know, having that whole network of different companies with different specialities. Um, And, you know, obviously WPP had such a great reputation. So my role is as global CEO of Game Theory. And we created and launched Game Theory in 2015, so not that long ago. And Game Theory is a global marketing effectiveness consultancy. And our consultants use data, technology and advanced analytics really to help marketers build brands that generate sustainable business growth. We've got about 200 consultants um, servicing clients in over 50 markets and our mission as a, as a company is really to empower informed marketing decisions by more people more often. It's ultimately, really, it's about creating this data-informed culture on behalf of our clients. And what makes your company unique? So I would say it's really our people and their passion. That's what makes Game Theory unique. Our consultants really are trusted advisors for our clients. You know, there's lots of data out there. There's lots of um, insights. And even some of those insights are actually actionable. But for mm. us, it's really about being able to activate the insights, turning it into a decision that really drives business growth. So creating that data-informed culture, addressing some of the internal organizational barriers and the challenges Uh, Because marketers will need to work with a lot of their colleagues in the rest of the organisation in order to push those decisions through. And our consultants very much help them to do that. You know, it's about putting the answers into the hands of the actual decision makers and um, helping those marketers to build their brand um, quickly and cost efficiently. Sounds incredible. So um, just in terms of your role, what do you actually love about your job? I absolutely love the variety. So no two days are ever the same. No two weeks are ever the same. And um, it almost feels as though the weeks are flashing by incredibly fast because of that, that variety. But I guess what I love is that balance between the people in my organisation at Game Theory, the clients and interacting with the industry. So it's having that opportunity to inspire our people, to be able to listen to our clients and some of their challenges, and then being able to influence the industry and really get to a point where we're setting the the gold standard for what good marketing effectiveness measurement should look like. And what do you, conversely, what do you least like about your job? I would say that there's just not enough hours in the day. Um, There's so much that I want to achieve on behalf of a game theory. We're a young company, but with big ambitions. And so it would just be great to have a bit more time in the day and to have um, a second of every single person in my team (laughs) so we could achieve a lot more. Um, Can you tell us about uh, three of the most important challenges or opportunities that are actually facing your clients at the minute? 
since our launch, um, one of the things that we've done consistently is really talk to um, CMOs and brand managers about their pain points and their challenges. And in some of the most recent research, there were three clear challenges that came through. So for us as a marketing effectiveness consultancy, the things they were saying was that they've actually now got access to a lot of data. They're actually quite data rich, but their insight's poor. So they're just not able to unlock the value that sits within that data and really drive decision making from it. The second thing that they told us was that they're not always clear within their organisation for the broader business, what are the metrics that really matter? What are the key performance indicators? And so as marketeers, what are the performance metrics that they ought to be focusing on? So um, that certainly is a challenge for, for many of our clients. And then finally, what we're hearing is that as they're trying to push through some of those decisions, it's the internal organisational barriers and how do they realign the processes, the skills within their their, uh, their companies mm. in order to make those decisions happen and to sort of generate that, that growth from marketing. And how is Gain Theory helping clients to actually address these different challenges and opportunities? So as Gain Theory, our vision is to inspire marketing excellence. And research has shown that organisations that excel in marketing, ground more of their decisions in data. So what we found from the research is that when you have this data-informed culture, generally those organisations tend to outperform their peers. And on revenue, it's outperforming by 85%. And when it comes to profit, by 25%. So there's real evidence to say that Grounding your decisions in data actually leads to um, better performance. And in order to do that, you need to excel uh, when it comes to marketing, which really is an engine of business growth. And so in order to do that, what we've done is create the marketing excellence framework. And that framework allows us to look at the data that exists within the organization. So what are the, the foundations? And that helps us to understand what is happening. So what is happening within your organisation? We then help the client to move into diagnostics. So being able to understand why has something happened. We then want to move them into predictive outcomes. So they have confidence about the decisions that they're making today. What impact is that going to have on the business tomorrow? So moving from what has happened, why did it happen, to what will happen? The final part of the journey to marketing excellence is really around um, transforming the company and moving towards how can I make this happen? So really for us, in terms of addressing those challenges, it's very much through our marketing excellence framework. People often talk about different leadership styles and obviously in your position as CEO of a global company, what do you find has worked for you for me, what's worked best is really about being incredibly honest and open with my teams. So being very candid when somebody asks me a question and just having that 
transparency within the organisation. I think it's really important to have regular communication so everybody knows what's happening, creating that very clear vision, the mission, the values within the organisation. There's a lot of work going on at Game Theory at the moment, looking at our identity, looking at um, what are the behaviours and the values that we want to see at Game Theory. I'm finding that as a leader, it's becoming increasingly important to actually be inspirational as well. So a lot of my time is now spent coaching, mentoring um, at all levels within the organisation. And what's really exciting for me is having the opportunity because of WPP, not just Mm. doing that within game theory, but doing that more broadly um, across the group as well. You know, demonstrating passion and commitment can really be infectious for the Mm. team. So living um, every day what I believe in, I think is really important too. Um, And ultimately, my hope is to basically empower my people and pull out the best in them and help them to fulfil their their total potential, really. I think all employees of Game Theory are very lucky. (laughs) Thank you very much. Okay, what is the biggest mistake you've ever made, Manjiri, to date in your career? And what have you learned from it? Oh, so many mistakes over the years. Um, I'm not sure if this... um, I'm not sure if this would be the biggest mistake, but I'll give you a couple of examples of, I guess, mistakes and lessons that I've learnt along the way. So um, certainly for me, one thing that I've learnt not to do is, you know, be careful about not being brave enough. Mm. I think it's very easy to kind of stay in the the safe zone, Um, but being brave is so important. And um, back in 2011, um, I was asked to take on a role as managing director of OHAL, one of the WPP companies. And it was the wonderful Mel Varley, who is very involved in WPP Stella, who asked me to do the role. I said no. And the reason I said no was because I didn't think I could do the job. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was ready. Fortunately for me, uh, Mel believed in me more than I believed in myself, and she very much turned around and said, "No, you're doing the wrong." So <laughs> she I will. You into it. <laughs> she pretty much forced me into it, Brilliant. and um, so I'm forever grateful oh. to Mel uh, for giving me that that opportunity. I guess the second thing is that coming from a mathematical analytical background, you'd think that um, all the decisions would be made by the head. Mm. And I've certainly learned over the years that it's so important to go with my gut. And um, I love this story about the fact that the human gut is actually lined with 100 million nerve cells, so neurons. And that's the equivalent of what sits within, within the brain of an adult cat. Wow. Now, cats are very clever and <laughs> cats are very instinctive. And so the fact that there's this second brain that exists within your gut. So one of the things that I've very much learned over the years is to to trust my gut and to Mm. go with it. That's a very unique fact, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's one that that I love. I love that fact. (laughs) That is brilliant. I'm going to use that one. Um, So do you have any mentors who have inspired you as you've progressed in your career? Any key people who have really helped you along the way? There have been a number of people Mm. who've really helped and inspired me um, throughout my career. If I think back to when I was 16, 
my maths teacher at school was a huge inspiration. And she loved the subject, but she'd also talk around the subject as well. And at that stage, I think I thought following a um, a degree in maths would lead to me becoming a maths teacher. And um, she introduced me to the concept of operations research, which is the practical application of mathematics in a business environment. And um, she really kind of fueled my passion and interest for, for maths. Then when I sort of started my career in retail, I met a gentleman called Alan Griffiths. He was commercial director. He was also a mathematician, but he was fascinated with human behavior. And he had a real passion for applying mathematics in a marketing environment and how consumers um, responded to different stimuli. And he was incredibly energetic, incredibly effervescent. And um, he was a huge um, inspiration for me very much in the early days of my career. How did you meet him? So it was actually a job interview and he spent the entire job interview um, bouncing around the room very, very passionately. <laughs> and at the end of it, it was like, I have to work for you. I just have to work for you because I'm going to learn so much. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was, he was, he was amazing. That's incredible. And then when I joined WPP, without doubt, uh, Mel Varley has mm. and still is a huge inspiration to me and gives me a huge amount of confidence in, in sort of pushing forward with my career. And, um, and also Dominic Granger. So Dominic is the uh, EMEA CEO for Group M. And he won't admit it, but um, he's definitely had a huge influence on me as well. That's fantastic. So... Um and also, obviously, this is a stellar conversation, so I can't do this interview without asking you, what does the stellar network mean to you? The stellar network is probably one of the best things that WPP has done, not just to develop senior female leaders, but also in turn develop every single person, male and female, that goes on to work for one of those senior female leaders. You know, Stella provides support, it provides networking opportunities, friendships, um, especially through initiatives such as WPP X Factor. Um, you know, big shout out to all my X Factor sisters <laughs> out there. Um, and, you know, a lot of like-minded kindred spirits. But it's also the training that I've had the opportunity to, to go through as a result of WPP Stella. And a couple of years ago, um, there was a training course on how to become a non-exec director. And it was something I'd never even thought of. And as a result of that training course, I got the confidence to go out there and seek a non-exec directorship role. And um, so I'm now a year into being uh, a NED at Saracens Women's Rugby Club. And um, for those of you who don't know, Saracens is one of the um, premier teams in the rugby premiership. Um, Saracens just recently won the European uh, Cup final. Uh, the Women's League is very new, so it only started um, last season. And we're now into our second year, and Saracens Women's have won their title for the second year That's in fantastic. a row. And I have learnt as much from... Uh, Saracens as um, they have been learning from me. Um, there are so many um, 
things that happen in sport that really can be translated into the business environment, teamwork, um, the values that you have, um, how to organise yourself to win, but also how to cope when when you lose. Um, so there's a lot that I've, um, I've gained as a result of um, that role. And that opportunity would never have come about if it hadn't been for WPP Stella. And what appealed about the um, about the role as well to you to actually, are you a fan of rugby or were you thinking? No, I'm a like, huge fan of rugby. I'm oh, already a um, season ticket holder for, for several years at, oh. at Saracens. So um, it oh, allows wow, me to dream com- come true. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So um, what advice would you give to future generations of female leaders in WP who are listening to this podcast? The advice that I would give, I guess, goes back to that story of of the cat um, and the brain and very much trusting your gut. Um, So don't always let your head rule your, your gut instinct. I think it needs to be a balance of the two. The second would be... Never let anyone tell you what you can or cannot do. If you have a passion for something, absolutely pursue it. If you have a belief in something, then pursue it. And certainly something that I tell a lot of the the women at Game Theory, it is far more important to be brave than it is to be perfect. That's brilliant. And obviously you're hugely successful. But if you had your time over, what would you do differently with your career and why? So if I had my time again, and if I'm honest, I would not change anything of um, my role and my career. I'm incredibly fortunate to be part of WPP, to be part of Gain Theory, and to have had this opportunity to lead such an amazing company with amazing people. But if I had an alternative career, I think I would have wanted to have been an engineer. I think the the skill of being able to innovate and then create something, particularly in this day and age, um, I think would have been um, a fascinating career to have had. And, you know, it's a shame because I was um, hoping to study physics for my A-level, and that would have opened up the door to, to becoming an engineer. And I went off to see the physics teacher uh, to find out a little bit more about doing a physics A-level. And he looked at me and he said, physics, A-level, you? But you're a girl. Girls don't do physics. And I was so mortified that it put me off. And so I didn't do the Gosh, A-level. Which is why I always say, mm. don't let anybody tell you what you can or cannot do. Uh, because that pretty much closed off uh, one career path uh, for me because of, of what that physics teacher said. Gosh, it proves how important it is when you're younger as well, like going through school, just those experiences you have. Because obviously you had the amazing maths teacher as well who really inspired you to to learn about maths and how it applies in everyday life. Yes, very much so. That's brilliant. So um, I watched The Matrix (laughs) (laughs) just recently. And so I wanted to ask you a slightly random but fun question. If you could press a button and download any skill at all, what would it be? Any skill. So at my age now, what's getting harder and harder is remembering things. I have the most atrocious memory. So if I could download any skill, it would be total memory recall, such that 
everything I ever read, everything I ever saw, everything that I ever heard, I would be able to have it instantly available and be able to regurgitate it. I think that would be a fabulous skill to have. I love that. I'm going to take that one. And I think we should end on a high and learn from you what your favourite quote or life motto is. So my favourite quote would be, shy bears get no honey. Love it. Again, so, I haven't heard that before. Well, <laughs> shy bears get no honey. It's really about if you don't ask, you don't get. And the worst that will ever happen is that somebody will say no. And as long as you're prepared for the no, then why not go ahead and ask? So shy bears get no honey would be my motto. I my absolutely motto. love that. What a brilliant note to end on. And inspired by your quote, will you be my mentor, please? <laughs> Absolutely more than delighted Yay. to. And it's, in, it's all recorded now, so it's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. It's honestly been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you and meet you properly. And I've absolutely loved researching all about your career. And it's been truly inspirational and insightful. So thank you so much. And thank you for being my mentor. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jay. <laughs> it's been you. an absolute pleasure. For more information about Stella or WPP, employees can visit our intranet inside WPP. Stella is listed under communities. Other listeners can visit WPP.com. Subscribe now for up and coming podcasts on iTunes. Please spread the word and share amongst women and men, colleagues, friends and families. 